Welcome to the Panjiva Daily. We bring you data-driven insights into global trade events and a review of our recent research. I'm Chris Rogers, Panjiva's trade analyst, and here's what's on for June the 6th. Trade cases are in focus today, with Mexico-US sugar talks proceeding well, while cases in steel and biodiesel have been paused, possibly to allow for harsher decisions to be made. Also, liquefied natural gas export opportunities resulting from the Qatar situation may be limited. Let's get started with US trade policy. The International Trade Administration has received requests to delay decisions on two countervailing duty cases. That may represent petitioners' aims to ensure the increasingly hawkish stance on trade of the Trump administration actually has an impact on their cases. The existing cases have already had an effect on imports, though. In the first case, Imports of steel wire rod from countries being investigated have fallen by nearly 70% on a year earlier in April, after rising by a quarter in March. The delayed decision, which will move to August rather than June, will allow for the completion of the Section 232 review of the steel industry being carried out by the government. In the second, imports of biodiesel fell by more than a quarter in April, with Indonesian shipments dropping to zero. Staying with the US, the International Trade Commission has received a petition to investigate citric acid exports from three countries including Thailand. The petitioners, including Archer Daniels Midland, Cargill and Tate and Lyle, have filed the fifth chemicals case currently under investigation. It's the only one though that's focused on household products and food rather than commercial applications. Our data shows that imports covered by the investigation climbed by 30% on a year earlier in the first quarter, while import values per tonne dropped by nearly 10%. That suggests that foreign producers have sought to displace US production by cutting prices. I'll cover more on trade cases later on, but shifting now to geopolitics, we've done more work on the Qatar situation that I discussed on the podcast yesterday. The cutting of diplomatic ties between six countries and Qatar may give LNG suppliers from other countries an opportunity to increase their exports. A 15% drop in the stock price of the Qatari tanker operator Nakalat suggests that markets agree. It is worth noting, though, that routes to market through the Straits of Hormuz could go via Iranian waters, while access to the Suez Canal – remember Egypt is one of the countries cutting ties – is guaranteed by the Constantinople Treaty. A lack of access to bunker fuel at Fajira may complicate matters though. US exports, which are led by Chenier Energy, have jumped nearly eightfold on a year earlier, in the three months to April 30th. However, they stabilised at around 2.3 BCM per month so far in 2017. That would suggest that new facilities will have to come online before a full advantage can be taken of any Qatari restrictions. Changing tack now to what trade data can tell us about consumer goods, we've got two reports out. In the first, Apple's new HomePod speaker system joins products from Google and Amazon in the burgeoning smart speaker systems market. While the HomePod won't be available until December, production has reportedly already started. A formal designation for the systems isn't yet available, but we think they may be counted as multi-speaker systems. Our data shows that US imports of those sorts of products and regular non-smart speaker systems are highly seasonal around the winter gift-giving season. Shipments have risen by more than a third and by nearly a quarter 
in November and December of 2016 respectively, and growth has continued with a more than one quarter rise on a year earlier in April. The second report looks at auto exports by South Korean manufacturers, which increased by just 2% on a year earlier in May. That was much slower than April's 7% growth and suggests that a recovery from 2016's declines has yet to fully take effect. Hyundai led the pack, with exports accelerating to a growth of 10% from 9% a month earlier. So far, the US has been a refuge market for South Korean automakers, with exports to that market rising by more than a quarter in May, so that's vehicles that were dispatched in April. A marked drop in sales of imported autos in the US in May, however, suggests that the South Korean automakers either need to cut their production or face rising inventories that may be discounted later. Moving on now to economics, Malaysia's exports jumped by more than a fifth on a year earlier in April. That was the sixth straight rise and was likely the consequence of a 50% leap in sales to China. That in turn is likely to be because of higher energy exports as well as higher semiconductor shipments. The risk to Malaysia comes from a slowdown in Chinese managers' import orders, and sentiment there has been falling and is now roughly balanced between increases and decreases. A decline in exports to China, though, may make the Malaysian government more willing to sign up to the RCEP trade deal. Finally, we've got two reports out looking at soft commodities, focusing on coffee and sugar. Global coffee exports fell by around 1% on a year earlier in April. That was the first drop since July of 2016. That was a result of a 14% contraction in shipments from Brazil not being offset by a rise in volumes from Vietnam. The situation may worsen, as Vietnamese exports might have fallen in May as inventories have been depleted. US imports of coffee dropped for the first time since October by around 2% in April, with a 16% drop in purchases from Brazil. Surprisingly though, buyers including Rothfuss and Folgers also rejected Vietnamese shipments, which fell by nearly 10%. Instead, Guatemalan, Colombian and presumably inventory drawdowns were also utilised. Our early data for May suggests that the trend of lower US imports of coffee, especially from Brazil, has continued. The other report looks at the junction between trade cases and global commodity flows in sugar. Trade talks in sugar have diverged in recent days. US Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross last night extended talks with Mexico over sugar imports by a day to ensure that technical details could be completed. That's an encouraging sign of pragmatism over deadlines for forthcoming NAFTA talks. Mexican sugar suppliers probably anticipated this, as their shipments to the US increased by nearly a half in April compared to a year earlier. By contrast, Brazil failed to reach an agreement with China over sugar export tariffs and may therefore have to go to the WTO. Chinese buyers managed to replace Brazilian supplies, however, with those coming from Cuba during April. Their imports in total therefore increased by more than a fifth. If you'd like to see more details on those reports or find out more about Panjiva research, just head over to panjiva.com. Thanks very much for listening. Mm-hmm.